Thanks for hanging on. Murphy Houston here. It's still Mile High Magazine on a Sunday morning, and more guests arrive all the time here, and I love that part. Right now, a friend of mine, Erin Porteous, of the Boys and Girls Clubs of Metro Denver. She's the CEO. They call you the queen over there, Erin? No, the, 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 I don't. I don't get that title, Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve it, though, doggone it. You do. <laughs> the great work you do over there, and for those that don't know, I mean, Boys and Girls Club of Metro Denver, you've been around for a long, long time. Oh, we have. We've been serving kids here in the Denver community since 1961, so we've surpassed our 60-year anniversary and still going strong. Yeah, you are. I'm, things have changed. We're going to talk about that, but give them the basic idea for those that don't know about the Boys and Girls Clubs. Come on. So we're serving kids from the first day of kindergarten all the way through high school. We want to help kids succeed in school. We want to help them develop good character and leadership and lead healthy lifestyles. Our mission is to provide our club members with a safe, supportive, fun, and enriching environment that's going to inspire them, Murphy, and empower them to achieve their greatest potential. Well, and unfortunately, a lot of kids need that kind of help, don't they? Oh, they do. You know, we've got a lot of kids who come in the club, and they'll stay for a year or five years or more. And we hear it often, Murphy. They say, this place is my second home. Well, that's got to make you feel good. It does. Well, let's t- let's talk about the club members. I mean, you mentioned the years, but who are these kids? What are they all about? Well, last year, uh, coming out of COVID, we reached more than 23,000 kids across our 20 clubs in Metro Denver. This year, Murphy, we plan to serve even more kids. You know, our kids, uh, if I had to describe them, they're bright, they're energetic, they run circles around me, uh, <laughs> and they've got incredible passion. of the kids we serve uh, are children of color, and our families speak over 11 primary languages. When you come into the club, it's a rich cultural experience uh, for kids, but also adults. Well, that's crazy. How's that communication? 11 primary languages? What are we talking? I imagine Spanish is probably one of the top ones, but what else are you talking about here? Well, we also serve a large refugee population, uh, predominantly on our east side of Denver, our, our many clubs that we're serving in school-based sites over there. I'll tell you, our marketing and communications team, they're always busy, Murphy. Always busy. I'll bet. That'd be a real <laughs> difficult job. But, you know, on top of just the richness of culture, our families can face a lot of obstacles as well. Many of our club members and parents are making less than $30,000 a year. And we know how expensive Denver has come, especially from a housing perspective. Yeah, no kidding. They struggle. They struggle for paying rent and groceries, childcare and healthcare. That's why having an anchor like Boys and Girls Club and communities across the city is so important. Well, is there any cost for the kids to come to the Boys and Girls Clubs? Now, that's one thing, Murphy, in the last 60 years that has not gone up very much. Our fee for a child to attend the Boys and Girls Club for the entire year is just $2. You're kidding. Two bucks? $2. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm just shaking my head. That seems impossible. How do you maintain that? Now, I don't even think we can get a happy meal at McDonald's for $2 <laughs> anymore, but you can have a membership to Boys and Girls Club. Uh, and we're able to do that because of the generosity of the community. Individual donors, corporations, and foundations, with their support, you know, we're able to keep that cost incredibly low. We never want the finances to be a burden for our kids or family. No, no, you don't want that for sure. And while we're on that topic of money, if people want to make donations, it is the holiday time. You know that, Aaron. And people get a little generous, especially in Colorado this time of year. Where do they go? Is it, you must have, obviously, a website. 
We've got a website. You don't. You, all you got to do is pick up your phone or write on your computer. Visit us, greatfuturesdenver.org. There's ways to make donations, to make the holiday bright for kids this season, also to come in and volunteer. So we'd love to hear from you. Visit us, greatfuturesdenver.org. I'll bet you do need a lot of volunteers, a lot of volunteers that have to leave different, uh, lead different kind of programs with different capabilities. Absolutely. You know, when you come into the club, there's just a myriad of activities. We've got sports teams all throughout the year. We've got uh, STEM areas, so that's engineering, 3D printers, so many different coding programs. We've got art centers. We have learning activities. We always need help with tutoring, whether that's helping our little ones read or spelling or math. I mean, if you've got a heart for kids or you want to come spend a few hours, we've got a way to put you to work and have a really rewarding, rewarding experience. Well, and you just kind of touched on a couple of the activities you present these children, but when you're dealing with kids from kindergarten right up through high school, give us an idea, what are you offering all these different children? Well, you know, part of it, Murphy, is is spanning that elementary, middle school, and high school is making sure we're age-appropriate. So for little kids, we have lots of activities where we don't always tell them, but they're actually learning in those different areas of the club, being at the art room, the learning center, the STEM lab. And then as we go up, we know that it can get even more challenging as you navigate the adolescence. And so we've got, uh, we've got guidance uh, professionals that really help in those key transitions fifth to sixth grade, and then again from eighth grade going on to high school, we know that those can be particularly tumultuous. And so we've got staff, uh, teen staff, dedicated to serving our teen population. And, you know, Murphy, something we're really proud of, especially coming out of COVID, uh, is our commitment to mental health. We know that there has been tremendous challenges um, for our kids, not only in Denver, but across the U.S. We employ 11 professional so-called social workers, and they visit every one of our clubs throughout the week to provide not only one-on-one, but also group sessions and just ensure that kids have the grit and resiliency and the outlets they need. Well, that's important stuff. And it's uh, important to know that at the Boys and Girls Clubs of Metro Denver, it's not just come on out and let's play a game. You're, You're really helping them along with their life. We absolutely are. And again, that's at every stage as as little kids and as they grow up. You know, we want them to be great citizens. We want them to make good decisions. When we think about health, that's not only physical, but also that mental and emotional. Uh, We want them to do well academically, have a plan after they graduate from high school, whether that's going on for a career or heading off to college. You know, there's so many things we learn in school, but you and I know uh, there's so many things we learn out of school. And we want to make sure kids have access to those soft skills, those values, um, that those can all come from their Boys and Girls Club. It's uh, Aaron Porteous, CEO of the Boys and Girls Clubs of Metro Denver. I'm curious, you mentioned the seniors going out of high school. That's a tough time. I have a granddaughter going through that. And if they're thinking about colleges, there's a lot of finances involved with applications. It's hard to fill out applications. Do you help with all of that? Murphy, we sure do. We've got uh, professionals that work in our team center. We've got great relationships with our local colleges here in the Denver area and across Colorado. Uh, And you nailed it. Some of those things are so hard between whether it's scholarships or financial aid or just the application process. And and back to what we talked about earlier, what if your parents don't even speak English, right? And you're trying to navigate that system. So those are all resources our teams can access at the Boys and Girls Club. Well, I'm just kind of reading some of the notes you sent over earlier, and I'm really curious about something, I guess this might be even next week, where teens will join the staff from Charles Schwab. Talk about that a little bit. 
So every year we partner with Charles Schwab nationally. We do a reality store and it is so cool. This is where kids are going to learn about budgeting and finance skills. And frankly, they're going to begin to understand the real cost of adult life and so it's always great they get to um, pick some life scenarios and buy cars and houses and and they have to work on budgeting oh wait i don't have enough money for these cool new shoes or this new phone uh it's an incredible national partnership and a way to give real world experience to kids get an old guy like me take that class i could probably use that <laughs> we can maybe put you in that. <laughs> but gee, I mean, really, you think the responsibilities, and it never changes your entire life handling money. In fact, now it's even harder than ever with inflation and some of the tough times people are going through. And can you imagine getting that discipline, right, and skill set when you're 12 or 13 years old? It definitely would impact and change their trajectory moving forward. I have a question, and it's, I don't know, it just kind of popped in my house when I was reading, the, in my head rather, when I was reading these notes about some of these children, especially when they get in their teens and life is tough, and sometimes you, know, you have little run-ins with your parents and you're a teenager and you think your parents are idiots. Are people there at the Boys and Girls Clubs that can help them talk about those situations? Always. I mean, you and I had it too, right? Whether right. we were venting to a teacher, to a coach, we know that those positive outlets and have any strong adults with uh, strong relationships with caring adults is just paramount especially for our kids who may not have a lot of positive role models in their lives the boys and girls clubs is a source for that we hear it all the time he's like my big brother he reminds me of an uncle he's a father figure uh it's it's really important to have those kids have the outlets and with the clubs open every day after school and all summer long we're able to provide that consistency and to ability that our kids need well you guys are there including all summer i'm glad you brought that up don't you do like a camp in the summertime well we know we choose to live in colorado for a reason right Right. our kids deserve those same opportunities we own a summer camp 80 acres up uh, outside ward colorado uh, and last year we took over a thousand kids up there to experience mother nature and the great outdoors oh that sounds like fun for sure So here we are in the holiday season. What are you doing for kids and families down there at the Boys and Girls Clubs? It's important to us that every kid be able to have a joyous and happy time this holiday season. So the clubs are filled with energy. We've got gingerbread making. Uh, We have parties that go on. We've got great food festivals for kids and families. That's going on across all 20 locations. Uh, And we've got a toy drive. So if you're out shopping at King Supers, there should be bins right at the front of the store. We'd love to have you drop one off. Or again, feel free to visit us online. That's a way to support us as well. We want to make sure every child has a toy this holiday season to make it bright for them. Well, that's a lot of toys. With all it's the, a lot of toys. Oh We're not going to make you count all 10,000, but we do have volunteers who will. <laughs> and I see you got your friends over at CBS4 chipping in on that one. Yep, they're coming in and, and King Super's location, so real excited. Well, that's a good thing for sure. And what else is exciting about the school year? Here we are, we're wrapping up. The kids are talking about uh, final exams and the school se- season for this part of it anyhow. 
and the 2022 is over. What, what's what been good this year for you at the schools? Well, one, one of the areas uh, is our growth, uh, Murphy. We are needed across the city, and we've got innovative models so that we can partner uh, with school districts. We can partner with our rec center friends and those that are in um, low-income housing to be able to get our programming out to as many kids as possible across our city. Well, how are you doing that? I mean, that takes a lot of volunteers, I would think. Volunteers uh, and financial support, um, but as I said, with a 60-year history, we're poised for growth and doing well and looking forward to the opportunity to serve every kid who needs a Boys and Girls Club in their neighborhood. And I've always been kind of curious, uh, Aaron, with the Boys and Girls Clubs, Boys and Girls, how about parents? Can parents come and talk to you? Do parents have questions maybe how they can help their children more through asking you and your professionals over there? Absolutely. We love to have parental involvement. Uh, In fact, we run some great programs. We've got some financial literacy opportunities and programs for adults. We've had intergenerational cooking. We've had a grandma and an auntie and a club member all there learning new ways to cook with fresh fruits and vegetables. Uh, The club is really a community hub. And while we serve kids primarily each and every day, we're here to be there for families. Well, maybe it should change your name to the Boys and Girls and Family Clubs of Metro Denver. What do you think? I'll put that on my goal list in 2023, Murphy. Yeah, way at the bottom of your list of things to do, I'm sure. Way to go, Aaron. So what do you need? What are your needs? We talked about volunteers, and maybe somebody missed that conversation we had about 10 minutes ago, and monies. What is it that you we can do to help Boys and Girls Clubs of Metro Denver? You know, Denver is a wonderful place to live. We see generosity um, from all sorts of people and all sorts of backgrounds. And so we ask, just come and visit us at our website, greatfuturesdenver.org. You can certainly make a gift this holiday season. As you you and I talked at the beginning, we charge our families just $2 a year. And the only way that is made possible is by the generosity of our community that helps underwrite those costs so that kids can be at their Boys and Girls Club every day, getting homework help, playing on sports teams, having a free hot dinner. All of that is made available to them without any financial burden to their parents. That's a good news, too. And you need the volunteers to take care of all those jobs, and they can sign up there at the website as well, I'm sure. They can, and I'm going to sign you up, Murphy. Oh, I'd I'd be excited. I mean, I I could be a troublemaker down there, though. You better watch out for me. That's crazy. (laughs) And don't forget about the toy drive. How long does that last now over at uh, CBS4 and King Supers? That's going to go through December 24th, so we've got a couple more weeks. Very good. Aaron, you're doing a great job. Aaron Portia, CEO of the Boys and Girls Clubs of Metro Denver. I love your enthusiasm, and I love your care and concern for the young people of Denver. Thanks so much for your support, Murphy. You too, and have a great holiday. You too. Bye-bye. And you guys, thanks for listening. It's Mile High Magazine, and we will resume uh, information for you next week right here.